don't let it. You just gotta watch it happen. The six and six. Kyle Lowry with the ring. Kawhi Leonard bringing a chip to the city. I want my chips with the dip. That's all I know. I don't want my chips playing. I want my chips with the dip. So bring them dips. That dynasty's over. We did what we had to do. Praying for, praying for Katie. Praying for Big Poppy. But tonight belongs to Toronto. No, it doesn't mean it's not about what it means. You know what it means. You can you can turn your cameras up to the screen and know what it means. We did this. We did this off of heart. We did this off of love. We willed this into existence. We manifested this. I told you the first time. People like to make memes. Make another meme out of this. It's beautiful. Look at my brothers up there celebrating it. It is what it is. You see what my hat says. Not finals, not Easter conference, not um, nice try, or uh, see you next year. Champions, let's go. I've never heard you humble before. Huh? I've never heard you humble before. I know, right? Because <laughs> I've been over here listening to hella R&B, bro. Like, this shit got nigga in a humming mood, man. My nigga just hummed the whole, <laughs> the whole bar. That was actually like a, a solo, too. <laughs> That's like one of those when the beat, when the beat changed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Okay, let's do it. Let's, um, <clears throat> it's the Meet the Brave podcast. I'm your host, Monty Draper, alongside my co-host, No IGLG, reporting live from Portland, Oregon. Cuz, what up? What up, what up? How you feeling, man? Yeah, I'm, I'm chilling, man. You know, I'm chilling. Yeah. Sun's going down. That means money about to be wild. Sun's down, guns down, man. I can only imagine <laughs> what money about to show up now, man. I don't know. I don't. I couldn't tell you. Um, it's been a mania's few days, like a mania's week. Uh, I wouldn't. I want to. So we got we got a lot to get to, but I want to say thank you to all of our listenership from you know Spotify podcast, Apple podcast, YouTube, uh, Stitcher, Simplecast, Castbox. I know I'm missing something, but thank y'all for fucking with us. And like, it's not easy rocking with a podcast, and we're killing shit. So salute to y'all, salute to G, and. Uh, major shout out to everybody that came to fuck with me at the release party in Oakland and the re- listening event in Portland as well too. That shit was like Oakland was like different. Um, that shit was overwhelming a little bit. Like the amount of people that showed up, the some of the legends that were in the building. We got L outside. That was crazy. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. I decided to show face. You know. <laughs> I was like, wait, L, L is here. Oh, we. Fucking <laughs> Popped up on the block, you know, just yeah. want to see what's going on. See, see what the temperature is like. Check the temperature real quick. Um, yeah, you never know what it's like, man. You know? I want to see. Yeah, no, nah, man, that, that shit was special. So everybody that that, that made the trip, like we had a lot of people that made trips from all over the place. Uh, Iman came up from L.A. D came from Oregon. I had some, a few more homies come to Portland from far-ass places. So it was, it's been dope. Everybody's showing love like that. So... Uh, New York is next. New York, we'll see you on Thursday, the 21st, or no, the, uh-oh, yeah, the 20th. We'll see you Thursday, the 20th, and the album comes out on the 21st, so, um, and shout out to Melissa for putting that together, her and Freak putting that together um, to get us out there, 
and man, everybody pull up on us. So we got hopefully our cousins from DC and shit come up. So I'm I'm hella geeked about New York, like playing the record in New York the night before it gets released uh worldwide. So um yeah, man. That's what I got. Man, no, that sound real solid, man. <laughs> That's what I Why? got. The, the project is nice, man. So I'm glad people are getting a chance to, you know, take it in now. Yeah, man. Thank you, thank you, G. I, um, it was, I was, bro. Why was I so fucking nervous Tuesday? Before, like, I didn't eat shit, and then walked in a bar. And niggas was like, shots, 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 money. Like, yo, <laughs> I might actually die because I ain't ate shit all day. Hey, man. I don't know. I feel like that's 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 something that creators be going through. I don't know. Like y'all spend, I spend a lot of time on on the work, so I, I think it's like time for other people to hear it and shit. Like as a whole, I don't know, I don't know, man. What, what be going on in y'all head, man? Like what, what be going on in y'all head? Or y'all be trying to present it to other people. Man? The nerve, the nerve of you to work on something and go, yo, they better love it. You know, <laughs> what are you thinking? Why would, why would anybody subject themselves to that shit? But um, I can honestly say, like the reception exceeded anything I I like my wildest dreams. Like I just wanted I just wanted to do that shit with people I fuck with. But at the end of the day, like I just wanted the, the people I care about, the people the music the, that the music is about to be in the room. And same with Portland. And I got the experience with that that way. And that shit after that I can't really ask for much. The world gonna do what the world do. I'm gonna do what I do and just leave it at that, man. Fuck it. You know. Bars, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Hey, um, it's, it's shit, G, this, I was talking to B, I was like, yo, B, what am I missing? Was it a slow week? And he's like, yeah, it kind of was. And then the more we talked, it was like, nah, it actually wasn't a slow week. Hell of shit happened. Um, yeah, a lot of shit, a lot of shit happened in the sports world. And the, uh, oh my God. In the music world, I mean, a lot of shit drops. Like a lot of like singles and shit exactly. like that. It was single week. You're right. It was single week. Okay. I'm glad you said that. So people, it was like the teaser week. It was like people just kind of, it's a quick little flex that we got shit to back this up. That's what it kind of felt like. Um, like yeah. a little, little teaser that we got. We got some shit on the way, you know, way for us. Yeah. Like be, before we get into any of that, I want to highlight and and bring some awareness on, you know, I mean, our platform is what it is, it, it, whether, whether you deem it large or small or whatever, but we, we have, a, at least I feel we have a responsibility. Um, the political and the political crisis in Sudan is one of the saddest shits I've seen in a really long time. Um, and if I'm being 100% honest and transparent, gee, I don't completely understand it all, even, even after reading thoroughly. Um, so I found a website, um, or at the very least a blog post by a young lady, Lydia Wang, who even beyond just bringing awareness and like trying to clearly lay out what's going on, she actually walks us through how to help if you so move to. So, um, I wanted to share that with people, um, refinery29.com. Lydia Wang wrote a post, uh, Sudan faces political upheaval and a food crisis. Here's how to help. Um, real quick, Sudan has been in a state of crisis since early April when civilians opposing dictator and war criminal Omar al-Bashar finally ousted him from the government. Al-Bashar's regime, though, was quickly replaced with a violent military control 
which has left hundreds of peaceful protesters injured, raped, and murdered. Uh, and now, according to the food security report issued on Friday, South Sudan is facing another crisis, namely a record numbers of starvation. Um, so we're talking like upwards of like 7 million people will be facing food shortages. 20,000 are already dangerously near famine. The, this is predicted to continue and worsen as the country prepares for the rainiest season um, and over 1.8 million South Sudanese people will find themselves in a state of emergency and another 5 million in a state of crisis. So if you, if you are having a hard time following what the fuck is going on, I, I suggest everybody head over to refinery29.com. I'll put it in the description and you can read through for yourself. And Lydia goes even beyond to walk us through how to actually help if you're feeling helpless and don't even know what to do if not being um, informed is a byproduct of a feeling helpless and not knowing what to do. You can head over to refinery29.com. And again, the description, it, uh, the, the link will be in the description for this week's episode. Um, this is when I wish we were like the Joe show and had a song to play so we can like reset everything because it feels weird to just fall into something <laughs> else after some sad shit like that. It's it's um, that helplessness feeling, G. Like you want to be informed, and I com- but part of me completely gets why a lot of people just bury their head in the sand. It's like, y'all don't want to consume nothing. The world's fucked up. My life is fucked up. I don't need any extra shit on my plate. So I'm not going to consume and I'm just going to act as if nothing's wrong. Yeah. It's kind of the the duality of life. And if you can't really put it into those type of, uh, if you can't put it, if you can't really put it that way, then I can see how it could be hmm. like overwhelming. You know what Absolutely. I'm saying? I understood. It's, it's kind of hard to think that from your perspective that you're, that you're not doing the best you know there you can always see that piece of somebody's doing better than you yeah but it's also very hard to see from your position something that's below you you yeah. know what i'm saying and then that happens a lot like yeah. people see from their perspective it's like i'm only looking up but he's it's, it's a lot of shit going on down you know what i'm saying so that's this it's sick what it was going on in places that don't have like we're so fucking lucky on u.s soil it's crazy hmm. uh even with the type of issues that we got to deal with on a day to day, like exactly. even even with that, it's still shit that's going on that's thick and crazy and no. unimaginable. But it's actually happening, so it's, it definitely is imaginable, bro. That's all. And and once it gets into the realm of like politics, it really feels like it's out out of reach and beyond any of our control. So we um, was having a conversation with the with an older white lady. Um, she was doing her damnedest to try to relate. And somehow that conversation got to voting. And that that's always a weird one. Because it's like, they didn't vote and didn't want to complain. And I was like, oh, fuck. Here we go. <laughs> you know? So it's like, it's, it's so elusive. You know? And people are trying and really, really want to know. But I get why people bow out and eventually are just like, you know, I'm I'm off it because it, I don't under, I, either I don't understand it. They make it impossible to understand. The, the language is loaded and coded, and it's a bunch of different things. And then next thing you know, 
seven million people's lives are in danger, and you, you, there's not a human on the planet that can ignore that. You know, whether for for better or for worse, that impacts you somehow, some way, even if there's no direct uh, uh, relationship or correlation. And you have if you don't have any ties to it at all, it, like to see seven million people's lives in danger is, is hard, is, is hard to ignore um, whoever you are. So yeah, I think it's also unlimited. Hmm. It's crazy how many how many things are happening at the exact same time. Absolutely. So like it's a battle it's a battle for attention and it's kinda of like where you pick and choose to put it and if there's not enough coverage of it then it's not too much about like just seeking it out, you know what I'm saying? So that's another part that comes into play. It's just the the uh the media role. You can't you know, you hate to point your finger at the media or whatever, but that's also a, a really big role. Um if you decide to become a journalist, like you have to bring their attention to it. Facts, absolutely. And what ends up happening is that journalists start to kind of, you know, boot the fact that they went to school for a, with a particular integrity in mind, and it becomes, you know, that kind of changes it a little bit. But Yeah, man, shout out to the shout out to the journalists though, like like Lydia Wang, you know. Shout out to the folks that's like actually bringing attention to things because that's the really chances are it's like the best that you can do with something like that because we're that's only the human. best you can do. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. That's real shit. Now, can you can you go ahead and hum it again so we can reset this shit? <laughs> ah man, so, so you got you got you got to catch me right out right off of my R and B rants though, man. Like I was in, I was in here catching up, bro. I was like, okay, money for seven fifteen. I right, cool, so I can uh. Let me get in my R&B bag real quick. And, I, you know, that doesn't happen too often. And here I was. I was in here watching the, uh, what's those, those uh, those tiny desk moments, you know? Oh, no, you got the tiny whole, desk shit, okay. You okay. got the whole band together. So, I, <laughs> so I was really in my hum bag, bro. I was in here like, okay. <laughs> a tiny desk can make you hum and tap your feet and do dance moves you didn't know you could do. Them motherfuckers be in there in, in NPR jamming. Bro, I wasn't playing no games, man. <laughs> You know what might reset it, G? I got a I got a real embarrassing story, but it's funny as fuck. Um, nah. It's Portland Pride Weekend this weekend, and okay. I mean I didn't know it. Not that me knowing it would have changed anything, but I just didn't know it was Pride Weekend in Portland this weekend. So um, the place where we had the event at is one of the newer um, apartment buildings in the Pearl. Some gentrification shit, but hey, don't I, I'm a part of the problem now. I can't complain, right? <laughs> So you telling me when you go when you go and get your Airbnbs, you trying to get it out the way, bro? Out the way. Saying? I'm I'm turning into one of them, you know. So Yeah, man. You didn't want to put it smack dab in the middle of, you know, the case the, the cast is still holding on. Man, I'm terrible. I'm a terrible person. I, was, I had everybody dying. I was like, yo, I know, I I know they had make, I, know they, I know they had a room for you. I can't I even hood, make, I know the hood had a room for you. I can't even make oppressive rap songs no more, nigga. I'm a part of the problem. <laughs> 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 no, so so the building they're having it in G is one of the newer buildings. So it's it's the 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 crowd that are in there is like the young the younger workers of the city or whatever. So I get on the elevator. I'm by myself initially, and headed uh, headed to the bottom to back to the lobby, and this group of dudes get on the elevator. This group of group of gay guys get on the elevator, and it's it's hell. It's like a big ass group. Like they're headed to Pride. Clearly. And I'm not, I ain't tripping, like we good. But it's so, it's so packed and it's so tight in there. 
little short Asian bro just ends up hella close to me, like real close. Like, but then he like he kind of don't act like he don't realize that I'm there, and then he finally looks back. He goes, "Oh, I'm sorry." Like, fam, you see me standing right here. First of all, <laughs> no way you miss me. But then, G, they get we get like halfway down, and and I had uh I had a button up on, and apparently my collar was messed up. As the door is open, and no, he didn't turned, fix that collar. <laughs> G, I swear to God. <laughs> He didn't look. You, he didn't look in your eyes. And fix Gee, your collar, he bro. looked me in my face and fixed my collar and said, "You have a nice day." <laughs> you know the thing when they when they wipe down and straighten in, make sure they get all the wrinkles off. Oh my god! Gee, I just I just stood there and his his partner was like embarrassed for me, but was like, "Hey, that's how he get down. Like <laughs> you just go at the whole that." Gee, he fixed your collar. Yeah, what nah, you yeah. Hey. What you gonna do, bro? Oh <laughs> ain't, nothing, ain't nothing you can do. You just gotta take that one on the chair and be like, gee, I, just, cool. I just stood there because the whole elevator watched him like fix my collar and like, but the, the, I'm trying to look at it from everybody else's lens. 6'3", big ass black nigga. Asian bro couldn't have been no taller than 5'7". I promise you. He So he had to reach up and fix my collar, yo. Hey man, that's how Terry Crews felt, man. <laughs> Oh, so you calling me Terry Crews? <laughs> I'm just, I'm just so, saying. Wait, 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 wait. I'm, I'm talking, I'm talking so about you the, calling me Terry Crews. I'm talking about the, 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 uh, the discrepancy between the two, bro. Like, what what did I do in this moment? <laughs> like, it ain't really much. It ain't really much I can do in this moment, bro. Like, Gee, so you go. Call, so you calling me Terry Crews? Is that what happening? I'm saying. I'm saying the extremity wasn't the same. <laughs> But as far as like, as far as like the st- the stuck the stuck in the moment, the stuck not moving, frozen. Like what the hell just took place? Yeah, I knew, I knew, I knew how this was going. I, I, it took everything in me to be like, yeah, now I'm gonna still have this conversation on the pod. I can't see, see. No, nah, you can't. You can't have that conversation, bro. You gotta, you gotta let that one out. <laughs> no, nah, it was, it was hilarious. I laughed. We are, we are all, we are all figuring this out in real time. So. We're figuring this shit out together. Nah, that shit was hilarious. Shout out to, <laughs> shout out to everybody that in Portland Pride getting it in. They had it. They had the city lit this weekend. So um, that's what's up, man. Yeah, shout out to the Pride folks. <laughs> um, what else we got, man? It was maniac week. A lot of new music. A lot of new singles. Um, but I, we, we we I feel like we started with sports the last three episodes. People don't seem to mind it. I just always feel bad for making everybody sit through sports sports rants. I, um, I feel like everybody's in that bubble though right now though. Just because like it's not, a, it's not really about it's not really about the actual stuff that's going on the floor. It's all the narrative off the floor. So I think that's stuff that people can be in on. Facts. Like so, on the floor stuff is whatever. If the Warriors are the one, then it'd have been like a little sickening before on the floor stuff. But <laughs> you know that's not really what we had. We well, had we, a we haven't we, we haven't been talked. Talked. We haven't talked, G, so I don't know how you feel about none of this shit, but you want you want to know what I was doing game six? <laughs> what was Monty doing game six? Rooting for the Warriors, yo. You find yourself rooting for the Warriors? G. So, so, was, you, so you, you, find, you find yourself in, in the country battle, or was, it, or was it that you felt sorry for the amount of injuries that was racking it up? Was, right? It wasn't the country battle, and it wasn't I felt sorry. Okay. Bro, this, was, this was the first time I looked at them niggas and was like, "Oh, y'all going through some shit," and and Clay turned into a nigga, nigga, and just made me like completely won me over. Like I already fucked with Clay, but 
like hit the energy he had. It's like nah. In the in the press conferences before the game six, it was like nah. We ain't making no excuses. This is what it is. We know what we signed up for, and injuries are not. You, it's it's the championship. Like this is what we are here for. And then Steph just had this bop to him. I was like, I can fuck with this. Like this is something I can get behind. And then the KD shit was just the most heartbreaking thing I've watched in real time ever, because the business nuance around it. Um, the neglect. You you witness the person get bullied in real time. Like, we, um, and and no one's talk. Why G? Why is no one talking about that narrative? My hey, man, got, man, my man got my man got bullied and might have played himself out of his career. A, a, an Achilles a rupture is different than an ACL. I'm sorry, it just is. Yeah, it's it's wild to talk about a uh, a grown indiv- a grown male individual that. Uh, makes millions. I never like to talk about the money factor. Yeah. And people, that's that's the part that dehumanize the athlete is by talking about the amount of money that they make. That's yeah. like the first off the re- the first reason to negate anything that you're about to say as far as defending them. Absolutely. But that's the truth, bro. You that man in real time got bullied, bro. Yeah. He got bullied by everybody that was around his circle. Yep. Which is sick with it. Like everybody it, that had something to gain off of from him, profit from him. No one protected him from himself. It's still nuts to me because okay, we're not none of us are doctors, but Zero. it's still nuts to me that people who go to like have gone have done that much schooling would not look into the fact that play the sport like or play a sport yeah. that was around that situation would not think that uh, would somehow look at that and di- and diagnose it as it cannot get any worse. <laughs> but but what knowing that, that, what does that mean? It can't get but, me worse. You a lot, but, but the but the way to get around that was that, but the way that they were able to pull that off was that they said that the calf couldn't get any worse. They never thought about the Achilles part of it, which is very weird because we all know that once one part of your body is weakened, that means other parts have to work extra hard in order to pick, pick, even do even do the same close close to the same amount of work. So for you to really think that because the calf is weakened, if the if it was no tear in the first place, which I believe it was. Mm-hmm. If there was no tar- no tear in the first place, that somehow some way that they they did not know that there was a possibility that the Achilles could pop. That's crazy. That is crazy. How gee? How about this? If Fam's not on a one year contract, the Warriors don't let that nigga play. There's this is no, true. There's no way. This not is true. When you, if it was, not when you're about to open the chase the chase center. This is true. If it was stuffed, he would not have played. If, if if not when you about to open your chase center, if he's under a multi year contract and there's no way you op you open your new arena without your cash cow. Well and so, uh, and so go ahead. No, um uh where is it? I, shoot. Uh what is his name from that's from Skip. From 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 Skip with uh, Shannon? Shannon said it best, man. If they were up three one, then there's nowhere in the hell they would have had him play. Well, so that because they were they were one three, that there's no reason for you to do the, either way. There's no reason for that person to play. Like and I noticed, that this is not the hindsight 2020 thing. This is in the moment. It was it was nuts to me to believe that that bro. Like I thought that was all going to be smoke and mirrors. That and that wasn't just like the fan or like the wanting it to be a certain outcome and then like that. It was really just. We all saw that man look back and see and look back as if somebody kicked him. You know, so it, 
it's crazy to believe that somehow some way he's about to come back in a month. B B brought up probably the, the greatest point that I hadn't considered was like how bad we used to want our athletes to care about winning, right? And a couple of them displayed how much they gave a fuck ultimately to be either fucked by the team or or have not or not have the actual support that they thought by the fans of the city or whatever that that they lived in or whatever they started to really process what being a commodity looked like you know and so then you have lebron show up and go yo completely taking power of my career and we're going to treat it as such as a career i'm not going to have this this false connection to these cities and these these communities that really don't give a shit about me outside of this being their cash cow right and kd was floating in the middle of y'all i'm gonna be on this player empowerment shit but ultimately i'm still gonna give in to like really trying to be a part of something and they played on how much that kid just loves to play basketball. And writers within the athletic, whomever did it, somebody wrote it. And but they because they got a quote from somebody questioning that man's questioning his dedication and his commitment is like, yo, he he just he just want to be out because he out. He just protecting himself. And this is just, it's it's so eerie because it's exactly what Kawhi went through in San Antonio. And so to have Skip Bayless sit up on the show every morning and talk about, oh, it was mental. He was, he he should have played. He should have played through it. He ain't mentally tough now. That shit's problematic. Extremely problematic to have people sit around and question somebody's fucking heart. And to well, the point where it reaches them and then they go out there and, and, and that happened. Well, we're, we're seeing it because uh, Bron, the thing that Brown was a little bit luckier on was that his rise, like when he, he was he was fam- he was famous from junior year in high in high school. <laughs> yeah, he, he's, he's he's famous for a long time, yeah. but he also kind of grew up right there at the cusp of like social the media. Internet area, yeah. yeah, so he kind of he kind of beat that a little bit out, um, like the the mentality of it like kd he was just now getting trying to get to some type of uh place within himself that he was okay with and it's kind of hard to do that when you're growing up in an age where everybody has a say so on what your move is yeah yeah so like if you listen to a lot of outside noise then of course then that can coax you to do some things that you wouldn't know you wouldn't do if you had a chance to really sit still and think about it you know what i'm saying absolutely and that's kind of what happened with kd it was just that he listened uh a huge learning experience for him which unfortunately had to do it this way in order to learn it but he won't he won't do nothing like that again like not not that not not to this of course not to this extent but this would be this would be the last time that he's actually worried about outside noise from my opinion Mm -hmm. i i think i think this is the time for him to actually learn that Help me on. Is it too late though? Like you said that's, what? A, that's a hard injury to come back from. Oh, the I, I wouldn't even talk about basketball. I was talking. Oh, you just talking about ever? Yeah, I was talking about like, oh, outside of okay. As far, okay. as far as basketball wise, bro, it might be because he's a, he's a seven he's a seven footer that 
that ruptures an Achilles, bro. Yeah. Like, you, you gave away your career. Like, he's going to still play basketball. He's still going to get paid. But are are we still talking about him in the running for, like, best one of the best ever. talents yeah, yeah. of all time? You know what I'm saying? It might be a little different. Yeah. So, yeah, he, he, he sacrificed a lot just to, what, get a few seconds of a good job from everybody? Yeah, like, like you got to pick and choose, and sometimes, and most of the time, you need to be in favor of yourself, bro. Like first and foremost, and then after that, you can worry about something else. But you got to be good first, yeah. And that's where that's where Brownie get killed at. But you know, it, it sucks that Katie had to learn a lesson that way, the hard way. And then, and then for two games later, for for Clay to then go out the way he went out was it was impossible. Like it was that was impossible to stomach. Like I like I I felt physically ill watching that shit. Cause that he was he was he was he looked like a man possessed. Oh yeah, no, he was on something else. He looked crazy the way he was like he just he just wasn't gonna let it let it he wasn't gonna let it go down any other way. And it was it was just setting itself up to be such a great story to something that's so heartbreaking. You know. Um and I, I don't know, man. I, I, at that point, it's like, yo, salute Kyle Lowry, Kawhi, and that whole team. I, and, and that's another thing. Like, the Raptors is full of is – is the only team in the NBA where you like every player on their roster. <laughs> like, <laughs> every, every nigga on that roster is cool as shit. I, I love Serge YouTube show. Um, like, like that's, how, that's how tapped in I am with that whole team. And so you just like, oh, can salute to them, but – that was that was hard to watch. It was. It just was, man. So Yeah. I my <laughs> on my side though, I was like, this was exactly what y'all was like. This it, it's a it's about time. Like you gotta understand, I've been watching this thing for like the last few years. Yeah. And this is what happened to all of their opponents. No facts. I'm I'm with you. I just, you know what I'm saying? Like I know, it's, I know it's sad and all that has happened. It, like they basically got four or five years worth of all their opponents that happened w- in one playoff run for them. I yeah. get that part, but at, at also like this is finally this is finally bringing to the attention that injuries do happen and they do matter, and it does play a huge point, a, a huge part in uh in in who wins the title. You know what I'm saying? So, like so you so you on the whole karmic thing. Not even karma is just that whoever is the mo- is the healthiest at the end of the year is usually the people who the win. Team, people win, yeah. You know what I'm saying, and that that just happened to happen. Like there, there's no tarnish on the rap on the Raptors championship because the Warriors got injured. Like, no, is there a tarnish no. on the Warriors record? Anybody for saying that stupid they... shit is is uh, is crazy. I just, yeah, yeah I, I, it, it's 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 mainly because my brain can't even go there. But when you go back to those runs. Kyrie and Kevin Love go down in that first series. Um, the next year they lose Kyrie again, if I'm not mistaken, right? Or do they lose? No, the next the next year they got everybody back together and they beat them. They beat and them. then and then they got uh, KD the following year, and then they went on a two year run. But they also had ones where uh, the, where Kawhi uh, went down. Michael Conley Conley got injured before. Michael Conley and Mike Conley they were slowing the ball down and like torching them in the paint yeah when uh the, the Kawhi injury with patrulla mm-hmm. you know like there, there's things that be taking chris place paul, chris paul the clipper year chris paul the clipper year like yeah. there's things that take in, place in the, around, rocket, around, in the rocket year so yeah it, you're, you're right it's just 
Oh fuck, that was yeah. I don't know. Um, I mean, I'm just I'm, I'm just talking about as far as like beating your chest. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah, like no and that, and that's, and that tends to happen is that you beat your chest, and you just say, "What well, we played the games that was that was in front of us." So like, okay, if that's the case, then the Raptors also played the games that were in front of them and they won. So it it should be the exact <laughs> same narrative. The great the great thing about the Raptors win is that we get a full summer of 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 Drake. We yes. get a full we get a full summer of above the rim Tupac style Drake. Like that, we are, we like, are that's the type of time he's on. We are here for it. <laughs> Just because Drake's Canadian side is showing through so tough, bro. Like, <laughs> like please, please you never tell thought me. Drake was so Canadian until like he he has this moment, right? Please now. tell me you've seen his his like post game post-conference interview about winning yes. the championship. Bro, that you shit. want the chips with dip. Chips with dip. <laughs> <laughs> six and the but six. It's so poetic. Right this, I was like, okay, this thing, like, if this is the energy we getting all summer, I'm here. It was worth it. It was fully worth it. Bro, this is on par with, uh, with No Shirt J.R. Smith. Nah, No, no Shirt J.R. was different because J.R. Oh. was showing up to to like late night with Conan O'Brien with no shirt on. Bro, he didn't wear he didn't wear a shirt for about two <laughs> two months after the fact, bro. I don't think he wore a shirt today till they got to uh to mini camp or whatever that is at. Um the six and six, the Warriors story, it's it's so much there. Um but it's kinda like the championship didn't even matter no more because the Lakers got robbed yesterday or the Pelicans Got robbed. Somebody got robbed in that trade yesterday. Anthony Davis to the Lakers. I can't. I can't decide on who. Um, it's Brian. It's Brian and AD. So I'm just like I'm inclined. That's to all, roll that's with all that. that matters for me. I think. Yeah. I think you can fill the rest of that roster out with whoever the hell you want to. There's people out there that can play. B. B. Walk goes. Hey Mondo. Me, you, and Dav could go fill in those other three spots, and them niggas. <laughs> them niggas figure Brian figures it out. That's that's real. That's real <laughs> shit, bro. Like you could you could literally put you could, you could fill out the rest of that roster. Go get them the up, whatever, whatever, cameraman, the janitor, and one of the concession cats, and let Brian and AD figure that shit out, and they'll be bro. they'll be in the Western Conference Finals. Bro, grab whoever you want to go put on there, man. Just as long as they can play basketball in the NBA, bro. Go ahead. Like, oh shit. That's what you want, and you gave you, you really like it. It seems like they gave away a lot. I get. But I'm not in that class. I've been talking to everybody and there's people that feel like they gave away a lot. I'm not in that class, man. I'm not like betting on betting on draft picks and all that shit is just is is weird to me. It's still a science that's not as figured out, Um, especially not no first rounders like watching Fred Van Fleet fucking bake Steph for a whole series. And that nigga went undrafted like and almost got cut. Like I'm just like, all right, man, let's. Let's 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 figure out some other ways to get creative and fill out rosters, you know. Oh yeah, and I think that's what they're gonna. I think that's what they're gonna do. I mean, they just needed somebody beyond beyond LeBron, who's now like the grandfather in the league. Yeah, like they need somebody else that like another person talking because or somebody else that can play basketball without him just looking at him like, bro. Now that y'all can like, and y'all got a culture shift too. Now you can because now you can kind of create your culture from the ground up. I, I really, I really came to like Lonzo and like where his head is at. Um, but the Lavar thing looming around the the franchise was weird. But I love Lavar though because the nigga ain't been wrong yet. And we're gonna talk about Melo, and he's been trying to tell us Lamelo was gonna be the best one, and it looks like it. This nigga got a growth spurt from heaven. 
and and and, and is in the Drew League looking like nice, nice. But I think you yeah. do. I think I don't think you can do both if Fam isn't willing to play the game and like kind of maneuver in a in a particular way. I don't know. I I don't. I don't I, I'm the Levar thing is tough because. I've never seen. Uh, he reminds me of like if one of our dad, one of our dads, just having a microphone in their face. You know, no, that's true. So that's I, I'm okay. like, I'm like, I'm like partial to him because I, he, his, his talking don't bother. Me. Even when he told old girl to stay in her place, like, <laughs> I didn't like how niggas was trying to make think pieces and shit like that. I didn't appreciate it at all. But that's another yeah, topic nah. about black culture and shit that I don't know. All right, we can go there. No, that's, that's that's real. But I think I think also the guys that they traded away. They they wouldn't have made sense if you're gonna bring a LeBron on board, you know what I'm saying? Because these are these are guys that will potentially be good at some point, but they're still in the stage where they're figuring it out. Yeah, they're, they're figuring it out. And also, yeah. this this is a piece that came out recently uh, with uh, with Derrick Rose, uh-huh. where he where he's talking about the real the real uh, the real issue between like there wasn't like an actual issue when you say like as far as basketball terms go, but the real issue. Uh, Philosophically, between uh, with Jimmy that and uh, and, uh, and, uh, and Cat, yeah, the, the real thing between them was just that you're paying young guys too early. So mm-hmm. the truth of the matter is, like, if they if they are gonna get their minutes and their money, no matter what, from a franchise, <laughs> then what the fuck are they listening to? Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So you can't be coming in talking about you know somebody's heart when they looking back at you like hey, but do you understand I'm the highest paid player I'm about to be the highest paid player on this team so therefore you just you either listen to me or don't talk to me like cho- choose one and it's like bro like from there from there off rip we got problems so yeah. just like when uh when um when Lonzo was on was on the shot and Brown's talking about when uh when when uh Magic went on the show whatever it was like he's no longer going to be he's no longer going to be here Brown was like, damn, that's crazy because nobody said anything to me. But then they talked to Lonzo, and Lonzo was like, yeah, that's nuts. But then two seconds later, he's like, all right, cool. (laughs) Hey, cool, where are we going tonight? You know what I mean? Like, they're they're too young to really recognize things. There's too many people that's not going to make sense with Brown. Yeah, not right now. Yeah, it's it's business. It's funny just being around your homies that that are tapped into that industry and, like, like how the news spreads amongst them and 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 how it's such a completely different perspective from a consumer standpoint it's just it's fascinating to me like that shit was mainly we're having lunch and b's phone is going off like crazy but out of respect he ain't checking it because we we rapping right now may flip this phone over the nigga had 90 text messages <laughs> it was like oh shit <laughs> and didn't and didn't look at his phone and went yo somebody got traded he didn't look at his phone. <laughs> he knew what time it was. I was like, "This is this is fucking crazy." Um, so that okay, so, all right. So a we we're in the same place. We're AD and LeBron together. That that's just the cheat code. That's, you start AD, you start there and go from there, bro. Exactly. Man, AD, worry about that, no. You know what AD and Bron is? AD and Bron is Drake and Chris Brown this summer. So it makes sense. <laughs> like you get you give Drake and Chris Brown nigga pots and pans on the beat and they gonna figure out how to make that shit fly that's what this is that's what i'm rolling with ad that's for real. and I, ad and brian is chris brown and drake also bro we gotta appreciate man what rich paul is doing right now because he's strong-armed that entire strong arm that shit told the celtics don't y'all waste y'all time 
I mean, y'all can, you know what I mean, but don't, but don't say my name when when he does what's what's the, what's the inevitable is. It's like, like, hey, y'all gonna have trade, for a year. Y'all gonna trade all your assets and then be butt naked and be and be and be the Celtics of, of, of the Antoine Walker days before Paul and be struggling. Boy. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see how that trade works out. But I'm pretty sure it's gonna end up a championship for Lakers. Actually. Yeah, Melo, Lamelo in the Drew League playing against grown ass men. We got to see him overseas, and then we get to see him against grown ass men now. Where are you? Where are you on Lamelo? Uh, I'm not still there on Lamelo yet. Not yet. Not yet. I'm there. Okay. I, I, the growth. The growth spurt changed it. Uh, okay. His, his motor. He seems to. He seems to care in a real way. Like when he gets challenged, he seems to really enjoy that shit. Like the gauntlet of like, like some real nigga shit, and it it just made it made me a fan. Is all okay. Um, and I'm and that family in general. Like I I even want Jello to get his chance in the league. I don't know how realistic that is, but I, Jello I, Jello gonna have to be like the uh, the dude from uh, from uh, from Empire. Jello's the, brother, Jello's the brother from Empire. <laughs> he, he got the hell. He got the hell on the family business, bro. Why the two brothers in the stars? <laughs> why the two brother? Why the two brothers in the stars? Jello got to be the nigga that's running hey, the business. Gotta, he got to handle the up. business transactions, bro. <laughs> I think Jello could go though, man. I hope. I hope he gets his shot. But Lamelo seems like Levar called it. He's like, "Yo, Melo, quiet as kept, gonna be the coldest one." But he said that when that nigga was like five eight. Like yeah. how did he? How did he know that kid was gonna stretch to be a six eight guard? Money, money. He didn't know he was about to stretch to do that thing, bro. He was just guessing. <laughs> like, <laughs> like you gotta like like when folks be talking. Like trust me, bro. I had a pop like this. Like <laughs> when folks be talking, you don't really know if this is gonna really work in your favor, but you kind of will it to that space, man. Like if it works, hey, it works, bro. Willing, you, willing you're gonna say son. it no matter what. Willing your son to be six eight is mainly as shit. Cause no, it just it just sounds a lot better when it happens, bro. Like it, if he did if he didn't have that growth spurt, he'd still be saying the exact same thing, but it just wouldn't work out. <laughs> but luckily, that growth spurt happened, and now, bro, that shit just now sounds the bar like really don't look. He looked like a genius. He looked like a guru. Oh, it, it sounds like. Prop- I, 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 yeah, yeah. Oh man, I don't. Yeah, we. That's our. That's our sports corner. Uh, I hope. I hope we didn't lose too many people. Uh, but whatever, y'all be back next week, no matter. Um, <laughs> but wait, there's more. No, <laughs> um, we got new, as promised, with the Raptors winning. I told y'all we was gonna get new Drake, and we got new Drake. Um, I I haven't listened to it. Um, have you listened? We to we it? we got a Drake that we want though, man. That's like what I'm saying. The, I think it's the is it the um, Melly or. Something like that. There's, there's one of the O'Melly uh, or something. I forgot which one it was, but mm-hmm. the one of them is 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 rapping Drake. Is Drake in his bag? Omer- uh, Omerta. Omerta. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, the the Drake when he's venting. When we, when we get venting Drake, then we're good. Yeah, none you know of he said none of anybody I know that's married ain't happy or so is miserable. Or some shit is like, whoa, that's that's a little deep, buddy. That's a, yeah, no, <laughs> you, no. You no, said it's no, no, married it. folks. <laughs> No, Vincent Drake, Vincent Drake is a problem, man. So when he when he gets to that, he he's been sitting on that information though. Cause that's that's been ever since the whole the whole push situation. Like ever 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 since push that he said Drake has never really gotten to his bag, and that's that's kind of like his shit to yeah. come back on. The money I heard the snippet of the money in the grave shit. I, I fuck with it. It's Ross and Drake. Like you can't really that's they feel like a cheat code when they get whenever they get together. It feels like a cheat code too. Yeah, yeah. Like yo, yeah. we need we, hey my nigga, you need a button push real quick. 
Drake throws a lob. Ross put, gets the button pushing, and Ross takes it from there and does does his Ross shit. Feel I like wonder. That. I wonder if that was a uh, if that was his uh, if that was his producer's beat. If that was a forty beat, or yeah. or a boy wonder. Like I don't, I don't. I don't no, I a, for, a forty beat. No, nah, I don't think so. We can we oh. can actually find out one second who produced. Um, let me. I'll figure that out. But we got new Kamaya though. And and the reason I'm bringing up Kamaya, I love Kamaya. She's a Bay native, but she sent a clear, direct statement, and and when she did it on the song with some hitters too, though. And niggas can say what they want about Tiger. I'm done dissing Tiger. Tiger is, makes great music, so niggas got to stop with that Tiger. The Tiger hate. Um, Tiger has a has a pocket. Tiger he knows has, he knows not to go in, out of that. So yeah, Kamaya, Tiger, and Quavo, but. The, the reason that's important is because she sends a warning to the industry, stop stealing the base culture. And she says it loud and clear on a song that could probably go. It won't be song of the summer, but it'll be, it'll get played a lot. Windows. Produce, produced by the homie Drew Banga, by the way. Shout out Drew. That whole fucking family is like insanely talented in, in the most many way. Like his, his brother drums in the band with me, JJ. My nigga JJ is phenomenal. But that family, I can't like... They're like the Jackson Fives without fucking Joe Jackson. Like it's they're impressive. Okay. Yeah, a random, random. Though. But that window shit, the Kamaya's new song goes crazy. But it's the line about the stop stealing the culture shit that really stands out to me because she said it on the song with Quavo and Tiger. So that means it's gonna get some run. <laughs> Does that? I don't know. It, it it just felt like a statement. Am I overthinking? Is Am it, I giving too is, much credit? Is that a? Is that a? Is that still happening? Of course, absolutely. The 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 Drake and the Drake and Ross song sounds like a Bay record. Mm, yeah, but that's not gonna be like. I'm still wondering, like, what's that gonna, what's that, what that would do though. What what just because just because how how are you supposed to distinguish between what's taking a because a lot of things can be uh, construed as like taking a Bay record, and like who's gonna be the the gatekeeper on this no one it's too late for that like if the shit's gone i'm just saying for someone the, the, the fact someone, that the fact that it's like a it's, it's said the fact the fact that it's said kamaya plays a very specific role and she's tapped in with a bunch of la niggas okay. and that that isn't just exclusive to people in the rest of the world that means la too mm-hmm. and she said it so i don't know I, okay. I could be I could be overthinking it. I just oh I just, no no I, it's, you, you might you might have something there. I'm I'm just thinking more so in the in this span of like there's a lot of things that's bay, bro. Like <laughs> it's, it's it's crazy how much the folks folks go to the bay in order to get their own record, like the the, the one that's about to go like Absolutely. take off, and then that and then they go into like their their own local bag or whatever. But the one that they're that's gonna get the spins. It's for sure uh, Bay motivated. Yeah. So yeah. Oh, just that's it. I mean, that's it. That, that might that might be about seventy five percent of the summer right now, bro. What, might be might be a Bay sound. Bay inspired, and so that leads to a larger question as to is the is the Bay in the midst of its run? And when I say in the midst of its run, I mean a, like a run like a, like Atlanta. Atlanta's had an unprecedented run, right? Um. New York has obviously done their thing. Chicago's done great. Uh, L.A. is 
killing it right now. But so when we know this because we know behind the scenes, but how many integral pieces of the L.A. run are actually from the Bay? I'm sorry, you cut out what you said? I said, how many integral pieces of the L.A. run are actually from the Bay when you think about that production wise? I'm not talking oh, about all the faith. You see what I'm saying? So it's like it, it's this it's this weird dynamic where you don't really know what to do with it because so many niggas from the Bay are part of this L.A. thing that everybody's like marveling over. And, you know, you you want you start to wonder at w- at what point is the the industry as a whole going to collectively is, recognize is that, is, that due to, is that due to LA having like the the cultural setup already? Like is it due what to you mean, them What you mean when you say that? Because they ha- it's kind of like LA has the scene for for the music to thrive in. So like is it is it a is it like a a swap? Like you know how how you do like a even swap? Yeah. Where where you give the sound in in order to have to, to come uh, here and thrive, yeah, yeah, to have a piece of that. So it's, is, it, is, it, is it sort of that taking place in LA? It's something to that because LA, like, like everybody kept trying to tell me about the LA shit. Like, yo, man, LA different, LA different, and and stubborn me is like, nah, man, I'm gonna do it for the Bay, from the Bay, all that shit. You just don't know enough. You're 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 arrogant enough to think you can take on an industry that has been established for fucking ever. And you get there and then you're able to move around in a way you wasn't able to move around in the bay and you're like, oh shit, I may not ever go home. You know, so it's something to that too. You know? Yeah, because I, 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 there's, a, there's a lot of bay people, like bay people in general, but definitely bay uh, artists that live in LA. Absolutely. Like, they've been there for the last 10 years. <laughs> 10 years. In LA. Yeah. <laughs> so, the Bay, the Bay, and this is this is this. Damn, and and, and, they're, and they're, they're, they're doing they're doing a lot of writing, a lot of curating, a lot of uh, a lot of music swapping. So they're doing a lot of the producing, and they're doing it in LA. So that could be a, a like an underlying thing. Like you know, yes, the the main names, like the the state names, are the ones that's taking it and winning with it. But there is a lot of bare people that's doing a lot of the writing uh, yeah. behind the scenes that's taking place as well, and they're just get, they're giving it to them as well so that's a that's a part of it too what? it's not it's not just them coming up with the sound themselves no it's actually being given to them by somebody that's in the bay the hard or, part or from the bay the hard part about that g is that la still 100 percent as fuck for as fucked up as that place can be at times it it really does lend lend itself to the to the everyday creative that's that's fully committed to this thing right mm-hmm. and Whereas it's like, no, nah, man, the Bay's becoming a spot. It's catching up. What we can't do is confuse tech for creative because it's not the same thing. And everybody's like, yo, it's hella tech money in the Bay. But guess who all the tech people and all the tech money is outsourcing their creative work to? Niggas in L.A. So the creatives that they could hire in the Bay, they're not. As a byproduct, the creatives in, in, in the Bay can't even remotely begin to even think about afford the the idea of affording to live there because they're outsourcing the work to LA so you can go to LA and just figure this shit out you can if you if you if you really want to you know and oh man it's, it's heartbreaking because it still isn't an infrastructure set up hey the agencies are still hella uh elusive and like off the grid in the bay 
the labels like they exist but not really the the marketing firms like they're there but not really you know so it's it's not really it's still not and and then beyond the the minute because that's still administrative like business shit before you even get to that as a creative you still need our a lot of our studios still aren't open to get a lot of the record plants aren't open yet the record shops open and close every day because again people can't afford to fucking rent um the the clubs and and other places aren't welcoming to to the you know to the pop-ups and the in the um and the showcases and shit like we don't have enough of that there and that could just be from a you know it could be from something that we need to do and 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 i and i hope to address that um soon with with some of the stuff we're working on like i really really do and just creating uh, an actual infrastructure where artists can begin the process of nurturing their craft and and seeing a means or 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 light at the end of the tunnel to where you don't feel completely defeated in the, in in the, in, in the bay like you know because it's just it seems like such a far-fetched ass dream you know when you're when you're there as opposed to where la the degrees of separation are mania as fuck you can be in a studio with whomever but before the night is over and you fresh off the plane like you just got there and you in the studio with you name them the first day you know so no, that sounds that sounds exactly right. <laughs> correct, correct in my mind. Like that's that's the way I would see it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and staying with music, your man, your man's got a release date, Lil Nas X. Oh shit! But they're not giving us an album. They're giving us an EP. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was wild. How, how many how many songs do you think about to be on that EP, man? I if we're lucky, we get seven. Okay. If we're lucky, we get seven. That and that information may be out already, but I'm I'm fascinated, and, and and maybe people don't get why this is fascinating. That's one of the biggest songs in American music history. This is true. And no album, an EP. I, I hope he's gonna be okay, and I and I do believe he has more, but it's just so hard to do when you have a song that fucking massive. I would have milked it longer. Oh, facts! At this at this point, if if the album didn't come out, gee, the out the album at this point is four months too late. Yeah, that's true. So if if it if yeah. it went out four months ago, don't even waste your time with a fucking. Let's ride this shit all the way through the summer. Yeah, let this let this one go go all the way through the awards uh, award season, and then hit them with something when you are prepared to throw out an entire. He, bro, he should have he should have ran this shit all the way to grant to the Grammys, G. Yeah, I'm, exactly. I'm not even. I'm not even. I'm not even bullshitting. Like, don't put out nothing for the rest of the year. Ride this wave because you still get. You still get to be a part of the summer wave. I don't give a fuck what niggas say. Oh, it, nigga, that it, nigga can, he can perform that wherever, bro. Like that. That that bag is continuously coming in. Yeah. Like just for that one song. Yeah. You ain't got to have nothing else with it. Just he just got that. Just got that way. You could pop up wherever with that one. So I don't. I don't know the the base behind putting out an EP. I don't know if it's, and I don't know if you really need to. It's nothing you need to really prove. Exactly. So this this can only hinder if you don't have more things on there. Yeah. It, and, and you it, can't have anything that's as big as that one. So it's really not making any sense. But ch- but chances are he's gonna have some fire. I'm I'm rolling that he's gonna have some fly shit on there. I I am. I'm betting on that. I'm I'm 100 okay with and open to being wrong with that. I want that kid to win so bad. So I'm like hoping. 
but just from a business perspective, if that doesn't, if that album doesn't come out three to four months prior to, just don't even, don't even waste your time, G. Just run, just run it up with this record because it's doing so well. I just don't want it to be a designer panda. And and I don't and I it's no way I can't I'm not gonna compare designer and and, uh, and Lil Nas X because I think designer is a crazy amazing artist that is not gonna not gonna be allowed to have his chance yeah because of how large his first song that was. Re- that record was yeah the designer story and that's it's crazy how 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 we how we don't talk about that anymore but that designer that designer experience is 100 percent the reason why I'm nervous for Lil Nas X. One hundred percent the reason. Panda yeah, because was- it's a, it's another one. It was another song that was hijacked. Of course, he put the person on that song, but it was it was hijacked uh, for the to the point where they no longer the other one has been canned. Like his original one has been canned for the remix portion of it. Gee, we went to Fader Fort that year, and Designer did Panda for thirty five minutes straight. I bet. I'm not even exaggerating. And I'm pretty sure this shit hit every single time. And it hit every time. <laughs> like, Panda was huge. I've never seen no shit like that. N- nigga, you came up there to perform one song for 35 minutes? Yeah, and that was it. That was a mess up, man. Oh, my. Like, come on, man. You gotta, you gotta sneak something else in there. And, but, then, <laughs> but, then, but then had joints that, that could go, but out of I don't know what that thing is for people or consumers that, oh, if it ain't that, I ain't fucking with it. Some of them other songs was dope as shit. Nah, he has other things in the track. Like he, he makes music. Like he does a really good job at producing and putting shit together. But yeah, yeah they, they motherfuckers is like, hey, that, that's not Panda, bro. Yeah, man, it's, it feels unfair. <laughs> and that's that's where I'm at with with with, with Lil Nas X too. Is like it just it just feels really really unfair. At the end of the day, it does. What is, um, do, you know, do you know what label Lil Nas X is with? Didn't he did, what? Didn't he sign to Columbia? It's Columbia. Okay. Am I wrong? I thought it was Columbia. I could be wrong. Um, help me pronounce this word, G. The the posthumous music shit. How is that? Am I saying that word right? Uh, posthumous. Yeah. Posthumous. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, how, where do you land with that? I hey, hate it. Okay, so in one week we got we got the Prince. We got a whole Prince album. We got a we got a we got a a triple X verse. And we got a Mac Miller verse, and uh-huh. and from from what I can gather, because I I they all came on the Mac the Mac I listened to intentionally, but the Prince and the X and the Triple X song came on both by accident, and I I I had sworn I wasn't gonna listen to the Prince album, but the shit was actually tight, and then the Triple X song because it's a feature was actually really dope, and I was like, well. I still feel guilty for listening to these songs. And the Mac song, I actually, the time, because it's Mac, Free Nationals, and Caliucci's, it's amazing. It's just one of the more beautiful songs. I don't I don't feel like I should be listening to it, though. I don't. And I don't know how to quantify that or explain that to people, because the music, the music is ultimately amazing, but I don't, I don't, I just feel, I feel guilty for listening to music of people that, that aren't here, but I listen to Marvin Gaye all the time, though. So... Yeah, I, don't, I mean, do you listen to new Marvin Gaye? Yeah, that new the 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 um, I wanted um the what is it? There's a there's a there's a unreleased record that just came out of Marvin Gaye that it's got a bunch of Salam Remy remixes on it, and that shit is so tight. It's amazing. 
And so I listened to it and I just like, and so it was like, now why, why am I being weird about Mac and triple X now and Prince? If I'm listening to, I've been listening to dead niggas for a really for, long for time. For me, for me, it depends, man. It depends on how much the estate had a part of it. Like, I'm just hoping that some of these things aren't cash grabs for the other people. Like if it's, if it's something for like the estate, like for the family, all right, man, I guess it's, it's, it's weird, but you know, that person is like the biggest thing and will provide, provide money for that family. But it's just weird when it's like other people jumping in. Like when, like when Drake did the song with Michael Jackson, bro, that shit's just weird. It's weird. Fuck. Okay. I don't feel like an absolute asshole for feeling that way. I yeah. do though in the same breath because I'm like, why am I why am I choose why do I pick and choose when I want to be on my, my moral high ground shit? It's like, nigga, you've been listening to dead niggas for a minute. Why are you tripping now? That feels weird to me too, that I feel like that. Hmm. I don't know. So you so you think you think older artists get the benefit of the doubt, like the ones from like not even not even a benefit of the doubt. Like we just I Mar- Marvin Gaye been gone, but Mac Miller was my nigga. So now I feel I feel weird that he's gone, and his verse came on, and it and it, it made me feel away like I I missed him, like I knew him. It was weird. It was really weird. Yeah. So just imagine how the estate feels, like with the like with the with the with the guy. That... Uh oh, with the guy that did what? He tried to do the documentary on uh, Mac. On like, Mac. Tried... Yeah. Yeah. yeah, tried to do it where he did a where he basically did interviews with all the people that was closest to Mac about Mac's passing. Like, bro, like in the in the in the in the estate was like, nah, you got to hold off on that. That's Too soon. that's not. Too we, soon. Yeah, we don't we don't feel comfortable with that. Yeah, and and he canned it, but still, it's like it, it's it's just weird that it, it it feels like an opportunity. It feels like opportunists. We know people. I know the world is full of it. It's but, a quick, it's a cash grab for me, bro. So, but if, but some for some of those people, Mac really influenced them that much, you know. And so it's it it's their way of grieving too. Granted, they aren't the family, they aren't the estate. It's their way of grieving. It's like, yo, let me tell, let me show, let me do something that shows how great this person actually was, in case the world ain't get it. Like the nip, the the Khaled and Nip song, like. That video was it's hard to watch because it's it, it it feels it feels it just it feels like he knew it's weird. It's so weird. Like the, the, the whole that from that from the outfit fam look like he like he's floating in that video for whatever reason. And is and, and is that is that my brain playing tricks on me or, or what? Like is how, how did I don't know. I don't know. It's, well, it's, well, Nip and his family is also in touch. Like you see, you see how his mom reacted to the whole and, situation. And so that's why I'm inclined to go. Fam knew something was up because that, 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 if that, for that to be his last outing or what, what we lack. What, I mean, not just probably some. I imagine some more music could get released and stuff. But the way that I, I'm, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure in a lot of people's mind, like people that survived, you know, because for Nip's particular situation, he made it through so much to get to that point. So for him to be at the height of everything that's probably just him looking at it all like in a real this way can really be over at any given time Absolutely. I, need to, I need to operate accordingly and that's kind of how that came across i'm pretty sure yeah uh not not foreshadowing and thinking that it was actually going to take place yeah but i mean 
you kind of have to operate that way. You're like, man, I, I dodged, I dodged a lot in order to get to this point. So, Thanks. you know, it could happen at any given point, and unfortunately, it did in this particular situation. But yeah, but I don't know, man. Um, shit, man. I be, before we go, I. I mean, all all this shit obviously like jumped off and caught my attention, but was having a real ass conversation with the homies about uh, streaming and all the different DSPs from an artist perspective, and I was I was blown away by how much of that information they weren't aware aware of as consumers. I was like, hmm, as an art, and and I'm I'm gonna ask you the same thing I asked them, G, as a as an artist in modern day. Do you think it is my responsibility to educate you on the process for me as an artist to to make a living? So by that meaning like, hey, I should walk you through the streaming shit and how to how to best engage with me, consume whatever product it is I'm pushing, whatever album it is I'm pushing, whatever music it is, and how it and, and direct you and guide you there so that it best benefit me as the person selling it. Do you do you need that relationship from your favorite artist? Uh, or is it a, or is that a different question for an artist that's building? Like Wayne don't have to walk you through how to help him make money, but maybe Wayne does. We we just seen his tax shit fucked up. It's like yo, if Wayne if Wayne if Wayne sent out an e- a newsletter and was like yo L. <laughs> Instead of listening to my shit on Apple, fam, I need you to just only listen to me on Title. They pay me the most. I think, uh, and in in today's age, like I think I think it's a little different because, like, I think now since we're in the information age, it's best to educate people as much as possible in as many ways as possible. So you do think and, that and, is and, the, the artist should assume that role? You said what? You do believe the artist should assume that role? I mean, if it. If it really does benefit, like if it, if it really does benefit, I think so, because I think you got to think about like, I feel like there's artists out there that kind of do that though. No, they're they're one hundred percent. They're one hundred percent is, and and some of them are prestigious. But they're not. Names. But it's just it's just a matter of coming up with like the creative ways to to do, do it. it gotcha. Yeah, like it's not like flat out just telling them. <laughs> blah, 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 blah. Like I don't think I don't think that's the case. Yeah, but like be, but find like, a creative way. It means to to guide them there, or like or like just just doing like all the groundwork on the creative side, yeah. and then making it as because it's got to be as easy as possible for the consumer by yeah. the time it gets to the consumer's point. All my I I want to do I I really want to do get information on it. all my friends in sports marketing, and I'll talk to B about that too because I should have asked him that shit directly. It was like, yo, is part of yo job description mean you have to inform the consumer like i'm like it makes sense it it seems like it seems like a smart move i just i hadn't thought about it like that and i gotta give i gotta give a shout out to my brother brookfield deuce um because that's that's what he's on right now and he's doing such a great fucking job i want to have him on the show america's orphans is is an incredible album and but he spends so much of his day educating his fan base about how to best support him right and it's a fearless maneuver and it seems like a brilliant business tactic i wonder how much ahead of the curve he is and how just much of that is just like status quo like nah as if you work at marketing my nigga it behooves you the most to educate the consumer 
as best you can and as creatively as you can to your point too yeah i mean because when it's all said and done like people are like people just want things to be simple like as simple as possible on their end so if it could be easy and it could be a step-by-step process that isn't too many steps then they'll definitely do it and they'll yeah. they'll do it that way as a supportive means for somebody that they really really like this this favorite artist is somebody that they really like stuff like that they'll do it they'll do it as long as it isn't a clunky super hard way of going about trying to figure out how to get this done yeah because in people day to day they don't want to do anything that's hard they do enough things that's hard they don't it's not really how that works but as big if it could be like an easy process then hell yeah they'll do this shit. Mm-hmm. easily well I, I i brought that i even brought that shit up because of both netflix and google moving into the the gaming streaming business and i just like i was like nigga wait what i was like oh okay this is this streaming shit is getting for real for real um, ah, bro. i figured there was something that was up when uh when uh bloomhouse was it bloomhouse no not bloomhouse my bad uh black mirror got together did that uh did that one-off film that you had to be interactive with yeah like I'm, I knew they were getting like some type of data together for moves that they have coming up, yeah. and that was like a partnership deal. I get that, but yeah, I'm pretty. I'm, I don't see that being, especially because Disney about to try to get everybody fucked up. Everybody out of here. That's a that man. That game moving into that gaming world though is is many. Where it's just like, so what does that do to video game sales though, yo? Like, I'm I'm just I'm I'm fascinated by all this shit. Is are the is the video game industry going to experience the same thing that music experience, where it's just it's this this figuring it out process, where you like, yo, we're not selling units no more, but people are streaming the shit out of this new Call of Duty. Are niggas even playing Call of Duty anymore? Am I that am I that old? People playing Fortnite, cuz. Oh, see, don't do me like that. You didn't have, you didn't have to say it like that. You didn't have to say no, it. No, like no, no. I'm, I'm, you could have told me off air, G. You not to embarrass me in front of company. You, you, you real disrespectful. <laughs> Nah, because like I, I was like a I was like a really big gamer. So yeah. like, but my understanding is that yes, it's 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 switched, it's changed, and I'm still surprised that the uh, I'm pretty sure they're working on it. They've been working on it or whatever. That they're still utilizing, they haven't utilized streaming yet, and they they do it a little bit on the systems, yeah. but you still have a. But you're buying, but you're buying those games, right? Or are you, or can you rent them and stream them on the on the games? Because you can get them like directly on your. Like no, you're, you're 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 buying, you're downloading, okay. you're you're, buy, you're buying the stream of it. Okay. It's like, I mean, I mean you're, you're buying it, so you're not streaming it. You're buying the 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 actual game of it. And is it, have the prices changed when you download it that way, or is it still still consistently that that same price? Because nah, they're they're all gonna all those games are gonna be anywhere from fifty to seventy five dollars, depending on like what. The ones you downloaded. Yeah, that's gonna be the same price. Oh wow. Okay. Because you're getting the entire unit, like you're getting, you're still getting the whole game itself. So they're gonna they're gonna yeah. charge you for the whole game. You still gotcha. have a physical unit, so you don't have to store it nowhere. Gotcha. But I'm still surprised they still have like the the full system though. So yeah. they haven't they haven't maneuvered into making that smaller um, or not having that at all at all, and being able to plug that into your television or do whatever like how they have with the little. 
like the little Amazon Prime. The Fire Stick, yeah. yeah. The Fire Sticks. That yeah. Just goes I'm surprised they haven't moved over. Bro, if the Xbox start looking like the Fire Stick, I'm done. I'm I'm off this technology shit. That's bro. You remember how big that first Xbox was, bro? You ever yes. had an Xbox fall off the dresser on your toe? <laughs> <laughs> nah, but that thing. You cuss, and so your mama was storming the room and whoop your ass because you cuss, but the Xbox just fell on your toe, so the whooping don't hurt as bad as, as bad as the Xbox falling on your toe. Nah, that 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 first Xbox was double tape yard. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you the know double joint, the double, the double joint, bro. Like, I don't know why they came up with that. They know you can't tape off of a videotape. Like, exactly. They still came up with that thing. And people went and got it too, just cause, just for the look. Hey man. Oh man, G. Thank there, you. Uh, oh no, no. Before we go, I had the most incredible experience at uh, at brunch today. I'm, yeah, brunch. The B word. Fancy as shit. Judge me all you want. Um. But I had a chance to sit down with like two gorgeous women, two gorgeous black women at that, and have a, have a real conversation about like black love and shit. And it went to a place that I wasn't ready for. But I, am, was, I am interested. <laughs> but wait, don't do that because because I'm a I'm a cliffhanger it for next week because I need to yeah. walk I need to work through it some more because I'm still like trying to process what happened. Like when you talk about what's needed in order to evolve and like repair this relationship between black men and black women, like that shit happened today. And by by that, I mean like safe spaces for everybody to disagree. um, And then also safe spaces for everybody to express and be vulnerable. I never seen that shit. I'm I'm, I'm sorry. I've, I've experienced it before. But there was there was also a, a first time encounter stranger element that existed there that made it even even flyer. Um, so I, I just need to unpack it some more before rolling out because I need to do the conversation in proper service. And it's, it's just too fresh to even 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 like uh, kind of like not give full full perspective of what was taking place and what was said and why that was said. You know what I'm saying? And it was it was beautiful. Um, and it was it, it all it all for me it all sort of spawned from a conversation and around uh, the black men don't cheat shit with Charlemagne and, and Duvall. Uh, okay. I was just being hella fascinated by how Black Twitter took that, and there was a real civil war between black men and black women online. I was just like, oh shit, this is crazy, like. We are well, really I, I, well. I did. I did listen to a part of the segment, and I and I I get where Charlemagne is come. Like Charlemagne put a nice little spin on it uh-huh. on the actual wording that he's using, uh-huh. which makes sense on like why he's able to completely maneuver away from the conversation for anything that he's done to his particular wife. So uh-huh. I, I it, it's just it's just what the word. So you're not rolling either, huh? You're not rolling with it either, then. Well, it's, it's the word choice. Like, at any given point, you can decide to grow up and you can say that I'm using the term black men. Yeah. I'm not I'm not a black boy or a black N-word. Yeah. So, therefore, that gave me so much time to fuck around. And then I decided to grow up and you now sound, I'm a black You sound man. skeptical is what I'm saying, though. You sound like you're not fully on board. 
Well, because it's, of course, I know we've always had a choice in this matter. So for us to believe that while we are out here doing whatever we do, that we're considering ourselves as boys is still interesting because it's funny that we can just all of a sudden turn on a light bulb and be like, hey, man, I'm a black man. Now. That's a, that's a, hey, that's no that. We talk about white privilege. That's that's some male privilege shit right there, too. Women, women, well, don't, women don't have that luxury. Um, and I don't even want to I don't even want to group the two together because um, our the conversation at, at brunch today got way was way more advanced and way deeper and way more eloquent than just some I black men don't cheat shit. Uh, but that was that got looped in the conversation at some point. Um, so I, I want to talk about that shit next week somehow. But I really need to unpack it in a healthy way, because when I tell you I was blown away, fam, like I was genuinely blown away, like just how how healthy it all was like to 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 disagree and to have difference of opinions and different experiences and but to listen and to and to provide to provide safe spaces for people to get their shit off like i can i can say though that where we're so left behind at is that our women are learning very very tough lessons from our mistakes Thanks. while we while we say are that not. again say that again g one more just one more time, <laughs> one more time. No, just, just that our women are learning very very tough lessons that they are like on growing behalf, in on behalf of our shit on a, on behalf of on be, behalf of our mistakes they're doing amazing growth pattern area and where we're still so far behind on that Jesus because we are Christ. being we are deciding to be like blind to the facts yeah so therefore our catch-up our catch-up is gonna be crazy crazy so yeah, that's a huge part of oh, it. Oh no, we we got a, we got a real conversation looming next week then because you just took some shit. You just took it to a whole nother level. That wasn't even okay. See what type of time you was on. Oh so. no, I don't I don't want to take the on stuff of us. Like I want to have that full conversation. Nah, before. facts. I, th- I think there's a reason why women can sit down and can sound as like profound as they do is because you got to understand like you can take you can take that from any of the problems or things that we go through and we're more like financially driven so we understand like our financial mishaps yeah but the emotional part we it takes so fucking long for us to catch up on that part who are so, you like, if, huh who are you bro i'm don't try to <laughs> who the fuck are you i don't even know you anymore man it's the truth bro <laughs> hey Somebody uh, get my co-host back and get whoever this imposter is off the show. Who the fuck <laughs> is this? <laughs> this nigga just says some shit. That, see, you fucking me up the way they fucked me up at brunch today. Like, I, now now I really got shit to unpack. Oh, my God. It's truth, cuz. It's truth. Like, yeah. I, can't, I, can't, I can't hide from that fact. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm too far behind already, bro. I can't, I can't continue. To act as if that's not the oh, case. Jesus, dude. Okay, yeah. Um, I need I need a drink. I need um, I need to go read something. I need uh, smoke. Like this is a lot. This has been this has been one of the coolest days ever, yo. Like I'm so proud right now. Like um, like my circle of friends is like like hell hella smart, like hella emotionally intelligent. Like I'm happy right now. That just made me happy. I fuck with you. Respect. But, but I, I do really want it. Are you a Gucci clone? Like, did you did you? Did you did like, <laughs> like, <laughs> that's fucked up. Niggas start trying to live right, then niggas want to go. Are you are you a clone? Are you a clone? Like, that's fucked up. My nigga try to get his life together, and I'm talking about is he a clone? Hey uh, man, I'm just trying to catch up, bro. That's all. Nah, man, I appreciate you, cause you got you got anything for the people. 
nah, we had a chance to sit down with on the um on the Calif- on the California Urban podcast with uh hey. with, with Roy. How'd it go? It went really well. It went really well. So when's it we when's it drop? Thursday. Huh? When's it drop? It's already dropped. We did it on uh, Facebook Live, so y'all get a chance. Y'all can definitely check it out. It's uh, it's basically going over uh, father and his sons uh, growing up um, underneath like a a male figure. Dope. Um, and then like how we've grown into young men and stuff like that. So it, it was me, pops, and Dave. Oh uh, shit! We did a lot of shout out for the pod too. So we. Uh, That's amazing, bro. I gotta check that out. Yeah. So it went it went well. So. Um, Everybody, check that out if y'all get a chance. Say, say what's, what's the name of the show again? Uh-oh. You said what? Oh, what's, what's, uh, Cal- California Urban Podcast. Got it. Okay, yeah. California yeah, Urban yeah. Podcast. Check that out. Yeah. Shout out to Big Roy. I love his... Um, I, I got to catch like some of the earlier shows. And just the way it was put together, it reminded me of the early Joe Rogan days, but in a way more polished and refined way. And I'm, I'm, just, I'm just taken aback by like how many dope men of color are doing fly shit out the gate so shout out to big roy he's always been a bit like he's always been just a dope dude to me like so shout out to big roy and everything they're doing over there um that's it man uh live from portland l this remote shit is working out it makes us unstoppable um minus a a hefty credit card bill today at guitar center them niggas got me uh that's what i get that's my fault so yeah, we, uh, this is the Meet the Brave podcast. I'm Monty Draper. I'm LG. And we'll see y'all next week. Love, love.